this week on the BAMFCAST. Everything's going to be okay in the room. Huh? <laughs> One star, we're in. Huh? <laughs> yeah! All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST, episode 39. Hey, the BAMFCAST! So, hey. uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Mackie. Hey, you're Mackie. Hey, hey you're Harlow. Are you Beach? And I'm the Beach. Hey, BJ. Hey. Hey, hey BJ. Harlow. Hi, BJ. Hey, Harlow. Hi, Mackie. Harlow. So. <laughs> BJ. Harlow. Mackie. The reason we're. BJ. Besides the fact that we always forget to introduce BJ. ourselves, we're, <laughs> we're hammering home some names here is because we decided Mackie. to watch The Room. Hey, The Room. Which is a movie hey, the room. called The Room. And I don't know if you've heard, but it's a movie called The, the Room. room. That's the name of the movie. Hey, uh, the room. Hey, that's the name of the movie. The uh, room. <laughs> it's a 2003 movie by Tommy Wiseau. Hey, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yes. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it has infected us. So before we tear into it, let's go ahead and get a plot summary. Out hey, Harlow, why plot summary now? <laughs> Stop it, BJ. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> okay, so. An American black comedy about love and passion, betrayal and lies. It depicts the depths of friendship and relationships in one's life and raises life's real and most asked question. Can you ever really trust anyone? Are you ready to see reflections of your life? A successful banker, Johnny, is madly in love with his fiancée, Lisa, and plans to be married next month. His plans take a horrid turn when he finds the truth about Lisa and the people surrounding him. Oh. <laughs> Why you lie about this movie, Harlow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not about that at all. Ha ha. Ha It's about 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 99. 99 minutes. And 99 Tommy is one of them. minutes. So the reason we're talking like that is Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Who <laughs> wrote, produced, starred, directed, held the camera, financed. Who made sure that his credit was on the screen a minimum of six times. Right. Um, made this movie. And <laughs> we're not really sure how or why. It's like the weirdest vanity project ever. Yeah. I, it's it's freaking bizarre, man. It is. It's more bizarre than he looks. It is. Which is freaking bizarre. <laughs> freaking bizarre, yeah. So, yeah, if you look at like the cover of the video that's the poster or whatever, he mm. almost looks like... I, I was expecting something much weirder and darker and not just a very bad B movie. Um Mm-hmm. Because I mean, that cover almost like looks like something like Ichi the Killer, or you know, the I mean, cover just looks like every Tom York promotional photo yeah. ever. <laughs> Pretty much, that's a good that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's got a website. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I mean, I thought it was going to be much more twisted. You better it, not go there. He might email you as soon as you hit it. Hey, BJ, why are you? <laughs> hey, visit BJ, my you site? at my site? <laughs> hey, intersite, flash required. <laughs> <laughs> we upgrade to Silverlight yeah, eventually, someday, maybe. So, yeah, yeah, Tommy Wiseau um, made this movie, and it's pretty apparent that... Oh, okay, shit. stop it's watching got it. noise. It's got noise. Shut it off. I'm sorry. Shut, Shut it, it off. off. <laughs> Shut it off. Shut down all the laptops in the, in the studio <laughs> Shut level. them all down. So, yeah, he made this movie. Apparently, he must have gone through a bad breakup and said, hey, I have or can get 6 to $7 million and want to make a movie how can how did he get that money i don't importing know importing leather jackets from korea according to something really really yeah thank wow. you for reading all of, of whatever you were reading for yeah. about 10 minutes apparently that well, was one the of the wi- ways the he wikipedia is yeah. immense on this film like this is the most information we've ever had on any film we've watched okay <laughs> and all of it is just 
this is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. F- so first off, this basically comes across and looks exactly like a Skinamax movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just got that weird kind of video camera soft lighting, very obvious set kind of thing mm-hmm. with no, like everything seems like it's about two o'clock in the afternoon, no matter mm-hmm. what time of day it is kind yeah. of lighting. And it basically takes place in like two locations, more or less. I mean, there's a couple of like quick scenes outside yeah. of it. But I mean, it's basically in the, you know, the the room. Yeah, it, which is like their living room. Yeah, and they have a spiral staircase that leads up to the bedroom. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so then I there's three. And then there's the roof. Then there's the roof, which and is not on fire, but should have been. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, and the roof just consists of uh, it's basically a green screen set showing you. Yeah, incredibly bad green yeah, screen. Yeah, showing you San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> And and none of the dialogue in this movie comes across as natural. That I just want to say that right off the bat. Oh God, it's it's it just makes you wonder what world he exists in. Yeah, I I don't know because as we were joking about earlier, everyone says everyone's name pretty much every sentence. They sure do, Harlow. They yeah, they start or finish. A, a, I agree with you, BJ. They start or you finish should. their sentences, Mackie and BJ. That they they always put the name in there somewhere just so we hammer home that we really need to know the six primary characters or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harlow and Mackie, there's going to be a screening March 30th in Atlanta. I'm afraid, BJ, that that's too far to drive. Don't you agree, Harlow? I do, Mackie and BJ. I believe that's too far to go. Mackie, Harlow, you're tearing you're tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying it right. Harlow, <laughs> Mackie! You're tearing me apart! <laughs> you're tearing me apart! Yeah, so that's the other thing. It's about and three quarters of this movie, Tommy Wiseau delivers all of his lines like he's telling like a joke. This. <laughs> well, the first, the first what? At least 20 lines or so are punctuated by a nervous laugh. Uh-huh. Where he goes, <laughs> everything he says. And he, say, and he says it completely monotone, like with that weird kind of Schwarzenegger-y accent. Yeah. Doesn't, did we look up where he's from or anything? They apparently... Nobody like, knows? Nobody knows. Like, honestly. <laughs> like, he's probably from New Jersey. Because there's a whole... There's, there's like a, a five-page Entertainment Weekly article about it, mm-hmm. and they're like, nobody knows. Everybody tried to ask when they were making the movie, and he, like nobody could get a straight answer out of him. Right. So, okay. I don't know. This guy's from outer space. I swear to God, he might be an alien. Well, he, I'm pretty convinced of the it, The Wikipedia actually. thing here says he claims to have lived in France a long time ago and grew up in New Orleans. So, Well, yeah. then where did he get that accent? I don't know. Did he just watch a lot of you know Raw Deal and said, okay. That's me. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I must pat on my life against this talking. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't say. Yeah. Nor would but, I. But he is by far the best part. The best thing in the film yes it's like every time he shows up you're just waiting for something hilarious yeah which is sad because like he, all he says is very basic plain ordinary stuff right i got these for you yeah i got yeah, these flower. for you lisa here flowers you like them smell good oh uh, don't worry about it yeah <laughs> he says that a lot so people, every, people everyone says that a people lot. either uh don't want to talk about something or don't want to worry about something mm-hmm. because most of the conversations end with I don't want to talk about it. I'm busy. Go away. Well, you figure that's how he... Don't worry about it. That must be how he lives his life, because he introduces like 30 different subplots and then like immediately ignores them. Yeah. Because there's... Well, there's him. There's his his fiance, Lisa. Lisa. His best friend, Mark, who mentions that he is... His best friend. That he is uh, Johnny, who is played by Tommy Wiseau. Johnny's best friend, a minimum of 10 times, probably. But most of the time, when he's trying to convince Lisa that he doesn't want to cheat on 
uh, well, cheat on, you know, have her cheat on him with him. So, but they always end up doing it anyway. Well, yeah, it's a, he's like, no, I can't do this. No, this a, is wrong. And would, then like, this she's like, apart. yeah, and she's just like, well, just live a little. He's like, okay, fine. All right. He's like, I kind of always had a Britney Spears thing, so you'll do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they go into, all right, there. How many love scenes were there? Um, full on or hinted? No, like full on, like I'd say creepy five minute four, montage. I'd say about four with cheesy R and B. Yeah. Well. Technically, it's only three because one is a shot-for-shot redo of another one. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's like in the first five minutes. He's like, all right, we get you naked, girl. Yeah. We shoot scene now. And according to the backstory, um, she was fresh off the bus from Texas. Yeah. And 18. That that was the quote that described her. Yeah. And apparently, the first scene was that scene. Nice. So apparently, he he wanted to see her naked really bad. He just hopped on. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I'm going to guess that he's the kind of guy that probably shot this movie directly in order. Yes. Yeah, kind of oh, like yeah. he probably had no vision to shoot anything out of order. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> that's just my guess. Other than that sex scene, where yeah, well, that was just like uh, we kind of want to do this again. Well, yeah, he was probably like, we need another one, and she's like, no, 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 no. you're creepy and weird. <laughs> you have Mick Jagger's physique. No. <laughs> yeah. So now we know who gets Keith Richards' blood every year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he get Keith Richards, or does Keith Richards get his? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably the, the just guy, he's kind of vampire like. Yeah. Yeah. Good God Almighty! Were, if, they they also have uh they also have their neighbor Denny. Yes. Who well, is, he's supposed to be like yeah. eighteen or nineteen years old, but he plays it like he's eleven. So yeah. Apparently, you're not sure if he's just retarded or what is going on with him. But apparently, he's Johnny's paying for him to go to college. Right. He just lets the kid guy. live, and the kid busts in at all times. Yeah. Like. The door is never locked to this apartment. No. The kid's kind of like a Kramer, except not really funny. <laughs> but he does have a football yeah. instead of weird shirts. Yeah, and they toss the football all the time. A lot. There is a subplot where apparently this kid has bought drugs. Okay. And the drug dealer comes for him. Well, we And then never... everyone yells at him. Yeah, for And then a it while. never comes back up again. Yeah. Well, we never really understand if he bought drugs or was trying to sell drugs. Well, because nobody guy. would ever let him answer right. the question. They would just berate How him. How to get burned. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> hey, that's pretty much what they throw do. Throwback. Yeah. But, uh, God, it's just, there's the, some. The best answer is no answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a repeated question. Yeah. They, but it, it's just like that whole nothing feels natural thing. It's. Though nothing feels natural, nothing feels like fluid in this movie either. I had no sense of time oh, no. whatsoever. I tell you what would have been nice is some alcoholic fluid oh. during this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh be careful what you try to make a drinking game out of. Yeah. If you make it on his nervous laugh, you will be drunk in thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I mean, tried pissed to do drunk, that. blacked out. Dead. Now if you Dead. wanted to die instantly, you just yeah. do it every time someone says another character's name. Oh god, yes. No, that that'd be that'd be slightly worse than the mm-hmm. Him laughing, yeah, but but he's so funny because he's he's all monotone, and then finally when he starts getting in arguments, it's like he goes from talking like this and being like, "Ha ha, that's funny." To oh my god, why this happened to me? Ah, <laughs> and he's like wailing. He's because this guy. I mean, if you look at the picture, he's got a creepy face. Which it, this looks actually airbrushed. The poster does yeah. like. His face looks cleaned up from the wrinkly, weird mess that it usually is. There are a couple other posters, too, and they are yeah. gold. Really? I, yeah. need, I need to look a few of those up. But there's somewhere he's crying, and it's like so clear that they've just... <laughs> somebody with an eyedropper walked by right before. <laughs> and he's like, roll, roll camera. Go. 
film now. Wait. Okay. Never mind. That's not. What? That's not the same room. <laughs> there's apparently another movie called The Room. No. This is the 2000. No. This is there's like some independent. Sort, film. There's some sort of foreign uh, horror movie. And I was like, why yeah. is there a poster with a Well, yeah, I mean, print? well, this was a terrible adaptation of Silent Hill 4, yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, BJ is showing me the Oh, poster. yeah, that's that's the golden one right oh, there with the, with the floating heads and the terrible photoshopping. Yeah, that's awesome. I wonder if he made... That one's better. I wonder if he made those. I like oh. the group shot one where you get pretty much everyone that's in the movie. This one? Yes, yeah. that one. Yeah. We should put a link up to these movie posters. Well, when we, when we, we always feature up. one, so yeah. I will. I will pick the best. Yeah. We should put a link. You should put to the, the link up yeah. to the Tom York one. I like the. I like the one that's sh- you know. Let's go ahead and talk the about GTA, the Peter GTA style poster. Well, no, no, no. There's the one like let's talk about Peter the psychologist <laughs> because apparently there was some drama on set that this guy came in, did a couple of scenes. He he just sh- sort of shows up in the middle of the movie and yeah. apparently is another friend, and apparently there's some creative differences because he goes through these scenes and kind of like i guess said fuck you this is a dumb movie and left but rather than cut him out and like redo these yeah, scenes film his scenes they just kind of brought in another character later yeah a guy who shows up out of nowhere never has a name just it was yeah. supposed to be peter but it, it wasn't yeah but on this the uh i don't know what you want to call it the poster with everybody on it mm-hmm. they're they're like sharing a square <laughs> they're like side <laughs> by side can you share a square that has yeah, to be fan can't made. Share a square we can spare one that has to be a fan-made poster then we hope so but I don't know. It's listed on the official website. Really? Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, but he does seem to cater to fans pretty, pretty readily. Yeah. And fans being a very loose term. Right. Yeah. He doesn't care. This, this <laughs> Every movie, time the movie gets shown, he sure, makes money. It's a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he will get back his six or seven million dollars. How did this cost six or seven million dollars anyway? I have no idea. Because there's nobody who recognized he bought everything. Bought stuff yeah, yeah. Like, like he, he bought that only, car probably he probably he's they said that he bought he apparently simultaneously shot it at 30 and 35 millimeter and hd and bought both cameras which i mean a 35 millimeter film camera is a good one is you know it's, well, buying one is going to cost you a pretty penny yeah, yeah but how does well then how did he have shots that are out of focus i don't know because he, he doesn't know what <laughs> he's doing yeah. yeah he i'm sure he was probably doing this all himself like i mean there, there's a lot of it well yeah. according to wikipedia he had two different crews over the course. Yeah. Like everybody eventually got replaced. Okay. Because they were probably like, we've just shown up and nobody knows what they're doing. And then they never, and then they said, oh, this isn't worth it. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. It had yeah. to be. I mean, it has a cinematographer listed, but I mean, the way it's shot, anytime there's character interaction, especially with him, there's no camera movement. So, I mean, you get this, there's no rack focus in the middle of the, of the it's like they set a camera up, got it focused. And if somebody moved, they went out of focus. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, especially the scenes with um, Lisa's mom. Right. The mom, whenever she interacts with somebody, it's it's like they're in two different rooms yelling at each other almost. Pretty much. Because there's like one person has to finish speaking before the other one can react to what they're saying and then speak. Well, I think he only had the two cameras, so I don't think there was a possibility well, that he could. One shoot. thing I read said that he wasn't even doing it dual camera. He had them like stacked, so they were shooting. Both cameras at the same time. Yeah, they were on the same mount. From, yeah, from yeah. the same mount. So it wasn't even like he was doing a two-camera setup. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, he, yeah. Only had the, he only had the two cameras, and they were on the same mount. Right, right. So there's no way you can get, you know... Yeah, but typically when you say you do two cameras, you're taking the same take from two different angles, but I mean, right. he didn't. Not for Tommy Wiseau. The t- <laughs> way it sounds right now that, why like... So? Why so? As way why so? Why so serious? Like, honestly, if you we, if we wanted to that. sit down and make a movie, not that we would ever do that, but... It sounds like we have more grasp on what making an actual movie consists of than he did. 
Coming summer 2011, yeah. the <laughs> Bamfcast movie. But I'm, I'm serious. It's like, I, I don't see how I could possibly make anything worse than this. No, most people you know? couldn't. I mean, most people who even... Have, I could, but... You know. I mean, really, you'd have to like live in like a basement and never have any interaction with people because he didn't seem to have any com- you know any any sense for how a conversation works on a normal mm-hmm. basis because it it just it really feels like people reading lines that are not meant to be said to another person. Yeah. It almost sounds like internal monologue and and bad internal monologue at that. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah, know. Some there's, people just can't write. There are so many levels of ineptness in this movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's what's kind of great about it. Yeah. Um, that, that's what makes it enjoyable really is it, Yeah, it well, well and, and just us imitating him the entire hey! movie. Even when he wasn't even on camera, it was just yeah. like everyone, we eventually expected everyone to speak like he did. It would have been a better movie if they had. Well, the only thing that really would have made it better is, as we're following the plot line, we're like, this has to go somewhere insane. Yeah, please, please I mean, there's there's the drug deal thing where we're like, oh, we're excited somebody's going to get shot or something. Right. No, no, they just like grab the drug dealer, drag him away, and then run back up to the roof, and I'm like, Danny, you Okay. Yeah, what his, happened? Basically, the only reason the drug de- dealer was in the movie is because it was the one weapon, the one guy who had a weapon, and they took it away from him, so mm. it can show back up later. Yeah, and and oh God, we spent the last half hour or so just going, he's going to snap and kill everyone. Yes, please snap because they go everyone. out of their way to like make sure that, like you know, he's obviously since it's a vanity project, like. Make go out of their way to make sure that everyone knows that he's the best guy and he's the most generous guy <laughs> right. and he's nice to everyone and doesn't you know, drink. Yeah, he doesn't drink except the one time she gets him drunk Twice. on scotch yeah. and vodka. Yeah, scotchka. Yeah, scotchka. And then you know, yeah, he does have champagne at his party a little right. bit, but well, he had at like his birthday sips. party at yeah. the end. But it's we just we spent the whole time going, okay, he's gonna like this has got to be some kind of revenge fantasy movie because eventually right. he's gonna snap and get to kill kill his girlfriend and the guy who's cheating with her and all that but oh do you mean mark his best friend yes his best mark. friend mark and lisa oh the one who was tearing him Mackie. apart is tearing him apart and they're going to get married in a month oh god yeah that is the longest month ever yeah <laughs> they, they yeah oh. there are about three scenes where with uh lisa and her her mother claudette that go exactly the same way every time she goes she basically says I don't think I'm not in love with with uh, Johnny anymore. Actually, Mom I don't. Says, I don't even like him. Yeah, I'm in love with Mark. And she goes, "You don't have any future. He's he's going to provide financial support yeah. for you." And that's that's yeah, basically that's the gist she says, of it. "I don't love him." Mom says, "Marry him for the money." Right. And they have this conversation four times, maybe yeah, at least. And and then she says, "I've got to go," yeah. or yeah. "You need to go." <laughs> the mom shows up and leaves. She like gives her exposition and then hits yeah. the door. She's Mother like, "I got to leave." About, about two minutes. Yeah. It's awesome. I think the funniest thing is there's so many drawn out things, be it the love scenes or, or shots of San Francisco or anything. The love scenes are by, by far the yeah, most drawn out. Yeah, they just keep going and going and going. But then what's really funny is there's the scene which, there, well, there's several scenes that don't need to be there at all. My I mean, favorite scene. Is the when he goes to buy flowers. Yes, when he goes to the flower shop. Yeah, that is the quickest, most random, like, hey, how you doing? I'm going to buy some flowers. Okay, hi, do- nice dog. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're my best like, customer. He walks in wearing sunglasses. And <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize like, you, Oh, they Johnny. recognize you, Johnny. It's like, yeah, because there's all these weird, <laughs> creepy vampire-looking, long-haired, yeah. stringy dudes. Yeah, he used the Clark Kent method, basically. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, didn't recognize you. You're my best customer. Thanks. Yeah. Analyzing it, I think it was meant to establish the fact that he buys everybody, flowers. And everybody loves him. Everybody loves Johnny, and well, he buys flowers for this girl well, all the time. Well, he bribes her all the time. I mean... The the three yeah. times I think the two or three times they have sex, it's because he's just brought home a present. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Pretty much. He buys her a red dress, buys her some flowers. And yeah. she doesn't like him because he's boring. He's boring. Which, she's right. Well, yeah. But they're all boring. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the most fickle you know, person well, I've ever seen. Which, I also... I mean, it's... I also love that when Peter, the psychologist friend, you know, or psychiatrist or whatever he is, I never know the difference between those two. Uh, But anyway, one prescribes pills, the other doesn't. Okay. Well, he seems like the pill type. Yeah. But anyway, you know, they, they have a conversation where, where uh, Johnny says, Oh, I think she's, I think she cheated on me. And you know, then Mark's like, yeah, I'm seeing a married woman, you know? And of course, Johnny's too stupid to connect the dots on that one. But what's great is that the, the psychiatrist guy goes from, well, you know, maybe you should guys talk it out. And then he goes up to, on the roof and then Mark's there smoking some weed and he talks to him and he's just like. Which, by the way, he's the most angry pot smoker yeah, ever. Yeah, Mark flips out on pot. He's like, <laughs> screw you, man. God damn you it. don't know what you're talking I'm about. throw you off the fucking roof. <laughs> yeah, and he does. He almost throws him off the roof. And then, but I love that, that the psychiatrist goes from like, well, you know, I think we really, you know, we need to talk these things out. To suddenly just like a second later being like, Lisa is a sociopath who does not care about anyone and she deserves to die, all right? And then Mark's like, but I love her, man. Yeah, everyone flips on a dime here. I mean, yeah. literally, except for Johnny. He's the he's the constant. Ext- well, until the well, very no, end. No, he, does, he flips the tearing me apart scene, well, the, That too. one time, but I mean, he's, he's pushed and pushed and pushed and it's yeah. only until these extreme moments that he flips. I mean, like everyone else flips for no reason whatsoever. It's the John yeah. Kerry of Citizen Kane's of Vampiros Lesbos. <laughs> John Kerry? It's the Citizen Kane of John Kerry's of Vampiros Lesbos's. I'm not, You've confused me. You lost John Kerry with the flip-flop. Oh, flip-flopping. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. God. Why'd you ruin this? God, why can't I make jokes from no, no, six no, no, years no. ago? No, that's, really? that's fine. I got you now. <laughs> it was only four years. silence. <laughs> no, it was six years ago. I don't even know my decades. It's like five, I must it's own a like PlayStation five, six, 3. Yeah. Mackie, what's wrong with you, Mackie? <laughs> You, Arlo, must be, you must be Arlo, rocking what, a cassette. You tear me apart, BJ. Why you do this to me? Why you do this to my jokes? You're tearing them apart. <laughs> God. But yeah, God. that's the most accurate uh, Tavi Wiseau we've uh, had, I think, so far. Very, very well done. Thank you. I try very hard. Yeah. yeah, but sadly, he does not flip and kill everyone. No, just himself. Only we flips and s- kills himself. Yeah, we were so bummed. Sorry for running that, but with a plastic <laughs> nine millimeter. Yeah. Oh, well, we also have to bring, bring out the fact that when he hulks out at the end, he's just tearing up his own apartment. Yeah. He's which, just kind of slapping, yeah. like girls well, slapping at I think it's kind of funny because he's just basically like striking the set. You know, it's like probably uh-huh. the last day of filming. He's like, right. fuck it, I'll tear the room apart. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be much faster. But I hate Ikea. I, I love how fast he picks up the like the 27-inch tube television. Oh, yeah. And it's like a display model because he just lifts it over his head with like no straining whatsoever. No, he's very strong. Yeah, apparently he's hulking out. Yeah. Getting yeah. a little roid rage there, but yeah, but yeah he tosses that thing like a like a cardboard box. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Apparently, everybody's supposed to feel bad for how they wronged Johnny. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. he just he flips out at the end, grabs the gun from the the one, the drug dealer from the one scene. Johnny's got and shoots gun. himself in the head. Yeah. <sighs> well, as soon as he got the gun, we're like, yes, Fuck, here it comes. Yes, go. He's gonna go get them all, and yeah. then. No, I would have had so much more respect for this because obviously this is coming from somebody who's like, "Fuck, I had bad relationship. I'm going to make a movie about how evil women are," and it would, it just would have been so much more of a payoff if he went and shot the the girl. You know, what I mean, it's yeah. just like have your ultimate revenge fantasy and get it over with. Just uh, instead, he I goes all emo. Yeah, he does. That's that's just unfortunate. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> it is. I mean. 
it's fun to make fun of. It but is. It's it, this is atrocious. It is. It is terrible. Yeah. There is a rift tracks available should you need the assistance. <laughs> that might be the only. I don't way think to you'll need it. help. I don't. But. You really don't. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like picking on showgirls. You don't need any help. It's just mm. there. That's the only movie I can think of that even has dialogue as remotely unnatural as this. Is showgirls. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. But I mean, this is just much more, much more lifetime movie, Skinamax style. Well, what did you say, BJ, about it? Oh, uh, it was like a retarded man directed a lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that, that was probably my about apologies the most to accurate. retards. I'm glad that like we don't have a channel like that, <laughs> men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Spike is nothing well, like that. Honestly, if this were a male lifetime movie, he would have killed her at the end. You think? Yeah, that's yeah, all. That's, that's all like, that happens yeah. in lifetime movies. Mm-hmm. They the the chick flips out and kills the man who has wronged her. Oh, yeah. That's and he never has any redeeming qualities. No. Much like Lisa never has any redeeming qualities. No, she doesn't. Movie. Except well, she that does she does take her clothes yeah, off. Yeah, she lot. takes <laughs> <laughs> She will use any excuse to flash her tadas. Yeah. That's how you get a This is how you get yeah. the head in Hollywood. This showbiz, <laughs> honey. Show me titties. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do want to go to a screening of this, though. Oh, that yeah. would be the only way to, to get through it. Just with that people throwing the football, because whenever they talk, they're always throwing the football. Right. Well, every time, anytime the men have a heart-to-heart, there's a football involved. Yep. Yeah. It's not, well, it's do, not gay. Like we throw a football around. They'll be in, like, a stairwell, and they're yeah. throwing the football around. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the, the roof. Stairwell. That little tiny-ass roof, yeah. they're mm-hmm. throwing the football around. I'm like, really? That, that's, that, that doesn't seem like a good plan. Mm-hmm. No. And nothing it, in this movie. Wait, I'm going back. Like I'm going plan. back. I'm, ah, ah, ah. Eventually, they do throw the that football. That would have been a, a great park. way to kill Mark, though. Hey, Mark, go along. Hey, hey, yeah. go along. <laughs> like Danny's there on all yeah. fours, so he yeah. trips over. <laughs> it's Denny. Denny, like, yeah. Like, like the restaurant. The, the $3 They called him slam. Danny for the first five oh, minutes they? of the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, they called him Danny. Whatever. If, Which is also for the first five minutes of shooting. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's weird. But apparently, everybody's best friends with Tommy. Or Johnny, or Johnny, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's, we it's, we were not expecting. I mean, this is one that we went in just on the legend alone. I knew nothing mm-hmm. about the movie, wanted to know nothing about the movie, but it's not the movie I thought it was going to be. Yeah, a, cu- a couple of years ago, I had seen like they're on YouTube or something. I had seen the "You're tearing me apart" scene, and that was the only one. And I had forgotten that it was from this movie I, I'm until little... I saw him and said, "Oh my god, it's that weird, creepy yeah. guy." <laughs> I got to say, I'm a little disappointed because I really thought it was going to be a lot more bullshit existential and not just a soap opery kind of thing yeah. with bad dialogue. I mean, I was hoping it would have something to do with a room. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know why I, I had this thing in my image or this image in my head that it was going to be like something like really bizarre, like the cell, you know, like, I mm-hmm. mean, like, yeah. like a psychological, what the fuck's going on with your life, yeah. you know, on a $6 million budget, which is kind of what I was hoping for, but at least it Wrong. did not work out. No, that way. it didn't ha- happen that way at all. Yeah. This is why you shouldn't have preconceptions about bad movies. Just go watch them. <laughs> or not. Or not. Yeah. yeah. Cannot yeah. recommend this one. Speaking of recommendations. Do you want to go we... ahead and rate this bitch? Yeah, we need to do it. <sighs> it's tough, though. I got to say, I, but... la- I laughed a lot, and I yeah. threw my hands up multiple times saying, what the fuck? But I gotta, I gotta, I still got to give it, like, I got to give it two bags. 
Yeah, I'm a little harsh on you. I was going three bags. Yeah, I was close to that. I mean, we had a lot of fun watching it, but my god, it's no, pretty it, terrible. It's it's technical. You you have to have it's like a, four, a bunch of people. In it's the a right four or five mindset. bag movie, but it's just so bad that it's laughable that I will go ahead and right. It, it does kind of yeah come back around but not a little that bit much. <laughs> Yeah. It comes back around, and then it goes just a little bit yeah. too far uh-huh, back yeah. into the bags territory. Like I said, yeah. I think if there had been a murderous rampage at the end... That would have gotten it a jock. Yeah, it yeah, might have gotten it, a single jock. It might have. If that had happened, but it doesn't. Yeah. A unit so not only that, but we left the theater disappointed. Yes. Yeah. You never want to leave the theater disappointed. No, sir. So, BJ? So what you got? No, I'm going to go two bags also. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can't uh, I can't Harlow, BJ, more. why did you like this movie so much? We didn't like movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was great. It was better why, than Cats. Why I would you see give it again such a high again. rating? I, two is not that high. I was I was very close to three. The yes. Citizen Kane of bad movies. When you when you consider that there's robot jocks sitting at five jocks. Yeah, I know. The distance between yeah. five jocks and two bags <laughs> is a great divide. It's like seven. Yeah. Yes, possibly yeah. eight. Like I can't imagine the pain. If there were a zero, I cannot imagine the pain if you were to watch this alone. No. Like I, I, I can't even comprehend it. You might put a plastic gun in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you just might. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I can't really recommend it. But I mean, hopefully, if you listen to this, then maybe you go in with the right mind frame to watch it. Because, like I said, it, it's, it's disappointing that it didn't turn out like I had hoped it might turn yeah. out. Mm-hmm. If you have a, if, it wasn't quite crazy enough. Yeah, yeah. sadly, I, I know there are other people out there who have bad movie nights. You know, where there's alcohol and yeah, and a dozen or so people involved. I could I could recommend it for something like that. Yeah, Maybe. the bigger yeah. the group, the more you can recommend this. That, that yeah. I think I think is really everybody can try their own Tommy Wiseau mm-hmm. impressions. Yes. Can you imagine twelve Tommy oh, Wiseaus? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the world can. Yes, I can. Yeah, I know it's awesome. really, it would be awesome. There's not really enough room in the room for one Tommy Wiseau, much less twelve. Oh my god! Well, that's you just pack a dozen in there. You know, it's, <laughs> but it's really, like why 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 was it called the room? I, I, just, I don't know. That I don't know. I cannot figure it out. That's why I think maybe that's the other thing is like why I kind of thought it was going to be like the cell is I'm like the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. the room. The room being your the mind road. and there's shit going on inside of it. The road. No. I'm putting too much thought into this. Yes. Yes, you are, Harlow. Not that I'm saying I like the cell, but you know, at least it was fucked up and weird. It, anyway. No. Yeah. The cell was, now, was I'm just, that. now I'm just totally changing gears. Whatever. Yeah, the cell was terrible. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, think we about, need to. We're going to think about why it was called The Room. We need to think about what back. we've done. Well, <laughs> yeah. Take sit a in the break corner. and think about what you've done. How to get roomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. How to get roomed. Okay. Uh, All right, Mackie and BJ. Shall we take a break? Yes, Harlow. I think we should. I think Mackie. that's a great idea, Harlow. Do okay. You, I agree with you, BJ. Yes. I think we'll take a break and it'll be tearing this podcast apart. In, in the, the half. Ah. Listeners, we will see you later. Listeners.
right, and welcome back. Hi, we're back. Second half. Check out that second half. It mm. is a half that is second to none, except for the first uh, half. <laughs> the first half. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Anybody see anything? Want to talk about anything? Randomly? Um, Not really. No. I know you've seen something. I've seen something that I, is more like a cautionary tale that I want to tell people not to watch. Okay. <laughs> Just because my curiosity got the better of me, and that's usually not a good thing. Usually not. But, um, yeah, after, I don't know, reading some weird things on the internet and kind of forgetting most of them or I probably wouldn't have watched it, I decided to watch Lars von Trier's Antichrist. And um, Why would you do that? I don't know. It was on Netflix streaming, and I mm-hmm. was like, okay. That's got Willem Dafoe in it, right? It does. Does it he does. play the Green Goblin in that one? Kind of. <laughs> really? More like the Green Cock Goblin. What? But, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's... There's nothing redeeming about this movie. I'm sorry. Anybody that tells you otherwise is a pretentious fuck. And a liar. And a liar. This is one of the most misogynistic, weird-ass fucking I-want-to-be-something-that-I'm-not kind of movies I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, The Room, that was misogynistic. The dude was obviously coming off a breakup and said, I'm a great actor and a great director. I'm going to make a movie. This was just fucked up. I mean, the, uh, the opening shot is like absolutely beautiful. I mean, in, in a, a cool, like slow motion start away. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I've started this movie and I'm like, wow, this is, this is going to be something to, to watch. And then it's just like, it becomes very pedestrian. And I mean, not pedestrian in that it's normal, but I mean, it's, it's just like, there's, it's like he, he shot all of his like filmmaker juice at the beginning and was like, okay, yeah, I did something that kind of tried to bring you in, but now I'm going totally well, pretentious. And, isn't it kind of like the torture porn thing? Isn't it basically Lars von um, Trier doing that? Yes and no. It's it's not so much like there there's some of that, but it's you know if if you want to get down to where there's a meaning to the movie, it's not so much torture porn. Where in my mind, torture porn is there just for the sake of showing yeah. it. And this like to further along whatever the fuck he's trying to say about whatever, it, it serves its purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. it it still makes no sense. But it doesn't yeah. feel like, hey, I threw this in there because I want to throw it in there and I want to see something disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, it's just So it's disgusting stuff, but it's disgusting with a meaning. Yeah. I suppose. Vaguely. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, you know, whatever. If you if you mm-hmm. get something out of this and you feel like you want to watch it, but it's it's fucked up and there's no reason to watch it. I I gotta say. <laughs> that's, Lars that's von Trier just doesn't seem like a guy anyone would want to hang out with. No. He enjoys making like everyone in his movies suffer. Pretty generally. much, yeah. I mean, least of Dancer in the Dark and that one. Yeah, I was going to say. Anything to be judged by. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind Dancer in the Dark so much. I mean, am I ever going to go back and watch it? No. Mm, no. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, at least I, I would over this like a hundred times, mm-hmm. you know, because at least that was colorful and fun at times, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, this just seemed to have no point, ultimately. And mm-hmm. like I said, if there was a point to be made, it's women are evil, especially when the main character comes to realize that okay you know but yeah it's it's pseudo I, I don't even know where to begin it's like it's it's part theological it's part occult it, it's like it psychological it's all over the freaking place like mm-hmm. you know just ultimately all of these things diverge and say women are evil that's pretty much what it comes down to good times yeah and yeah when it's over it's like fuck okay <laughs> yeah that's so you did make it all the way through it oh yeah i did i did i mm-hmm. mean i when the really weird shit, which I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say there's a, because maybe this will make you not want to watch it is, um, okay. 
<laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there maybe as a partial cautionary thing, but when it really starts to get fucked up, which is about the, I mean, not to say there's not weird things all through, but the last like 30 minutes, um, the chick just goes absolutely batshit crazy. And for whatever reason, they just keep fucking at weird points. Like okay. there's weird shit happening and like they resolve it by fucking. You're not unselling me on the movie right now. Well, no, no, no. And it, just so you know. Okay. But then like halfway. Unless it's like the room sex scenes and then you are unselling me. I solve movie. all my problems by fucking. Well, okay. But then like. Uh, I don't know where you come from. <laughs> mid as she jumps off of him, uh, reaches over, grabs, I believe it was like a two by four and smashes him in the cock. Ow. Very, very hardly. Ow. <laughs> and knocks him out. And then just jumps back on and says, you know what? I'm I'm going to finish him off with a hand job and have his his cock shoot out blood spurts all over me. Yeah. Yay. Okay, you now officially unsold, unsold me on the movie. It gets Thank better you. because the whole no, time... No, no, you can stop there. Yeah. You've done enough. I'm sold. I'm watching this movie. It, it gets better because um, while he's still knocked out, she decides that um, he's going to leave her. And so in, in an attempt to keep him from going anywhere... She uh she screws a hole in his leg, and then attaches like an old school um like like a whetstone like a round whetstone you know that you would pump. Mm-hmm. So she basically puts the the hole you know the the stick like through his leg and and tightens it up so he has this whetstone attached attached to his leg, like through his leg. Yeah, cool. So and there's other weird shit. That's hot. I'm just saying that's all in like a span of like five minutes. Blood, Great blood spurting cocks and whetstones. Why? I, I don't know. I'm just like I said. These are things I think I heard about and then forgot about them and still watch the movie anyway. And uh, I wish they'd been in my head to remember not to watch it. But yeah. Well, whatever. thanks for letting everybody. Sure. Know. That is our public service announcement it is. for the week. Kids, don't watch Antichrist. <laughs> Antichrist is evil. Get Ooh. it? Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> that's ah. clever. Yeah. Anyway. I came up with that myself. So, yeah, that's my cautionary tale. Moving on. It, it kind of ties in with the room a little bit, only. It, like, <laughs> if you want misogyny. These are you suffer Yeah, through. if you want misogyny with a lot more disgustingness, then there you go. Anyway. Okay. Right. Okay, so. So, we have a, a reader-submitted topic this week, We correct? do. We do. And I'm going to summarize. Uh, this is from Steve, and he basically asks, uh, in a summary form, a fashion, He's talking about uh, Ridley Scott's upcoming Robin Hood movie, and apparently it was originally written as a, as a screenplay called Nottingham, and it was going to be told in a role reversal fashion that the sheriff of Nottingham would be our, our uh, protagonist, okay. and um, you know basically trying to deal with the outlaw Robin Hood. Okay. And somewhere along the way, they decided to change it back around and make a traditional Robin Hood movie with him being the hero, and, and he wants to know what we think about the original concept. And we're going to take it a step further and say what we feel about that and maybe some other movies that might have benefited from the antagonist and protagonist mm-hmm. being switched around. Yeah. Told from a different perspective. So, yeah. So, this one's got uh, the new one coming up, the Ridley Scott one. Yes. In a shocker, he has cast Russell Crowe. What? As Robin Hood. That's crazy. I'm so surprised. I mean, I'm, it's good to see these guys finally getting a chance to work together. Yeah. Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe. After Crow, all these years. Really? Because... I'm sure if he could fit, um, uh, never mind. I just lost his name. Fucking, hmm. Who's the other guy he always works with? Denzel. Denzel Washington. Oh. If, he, if he could have worked away for him to be in there too, I'm sure he would have. Nope, not happening. Yeah. Well, they had. They had well, the, he could play Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I was going to say Morgan Freeman's <laughs> part from from the Kevin Costner one. I just went retarded there and forgot yeah. Denzel's name. Denzel. Yeah, thanks. It, it's it's a fairly common name. It's it easily is. forgotten. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I yeah, know, I know so many didn't. Wow, that that was a good sip, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is that water tasty? It is tasty. Yeah, but um, I yeah, I kind of if it's the same Robin Hood story we've seen so many times, I don't even care if it's Ridley Scott doing it. Who I'm one of the bigger Ridley Scott fans around, but I kind of don't care. Yeah, you know, if it if if they had ro- done the role reversal thing, yeah, I would definitely be interested in it, but. Yeah, to me, think, it's like, don't tell me the same story you've already told me before. Yeah, and I think that's what I originally heard, is that he, you know, originally, like, early on, it was like, oh, Ridley Scott's making a Robin Hood movie, and Russell Crowe's going to play the Sheriff of Nottingham, and I'm like, wait, what? And I think that seemed interesting, and somewhere along the way, it switched. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I'm sure... It, well, even if even if uh, Russell Crowe was playing the villain in it, as if, you know... Oh, uh, yeah. Villain did, Robin yeah, Hood. It didn't have to be a role reversal thing, even yeah. if he was, but... Yeah, because you know Russell Crowe's not a guy who just signs on and goes, "Oi, Oi Robin Hood movie!" Or I say I can't even do Australian, but Oi. you know he goes, "Oi, Robin oh, Hood movie!" Robin Hood movie, yeah. <laughs> that then he goes, nothing like Russell. Crow. Yeah, and then goes, <laughs> I know. "I'm not going to play Robin Hood." What the fuck am I? Here? You know that, well, that was Cockney, but anyway, you get the point. He would Close be like, enough. "Why? Why am I in this movie if I'm not Robin Hood?" Right, R- Ridley, um, Ridley, Sir Scott, oh, oh yeah. Ridley. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hello. I think it's interesting that we're going to get to see a gladiated up Robin Hood because, you know, if there's anything to be said is that we've never had a, I mean, come on, you know, fucking swords and bows and arrows and shit. That's brutal mm-hmm. fucking shit. And it's always been, we've never come that far from like Errol Flynn Robin Hood where people are prancing around. I mean, the Kevin Costner one, it's like they got dirty, but it never mm-hmm. really depicted like shit. You get shot by an arrow. That shit hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blood going everywhere. So yeah. It'd be interesting. That to was see. in the Disney one, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that. But uh, you know, I mean, it'd be interesting to see a rated R Robin Hood, which I'm sure this will be. Hopefully, rated R for Robin. I'm, I'm guest gestulating here. No, it's PG thirteen. What? Fine. I'm gestulating, hypothesizing. No, it's PG thirteen. So maybe we're not even going to get that this time. Is it PG thirteen? It is. Oh man, fuck. There'll be a high lack of rhyming and stealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Robin in the hood. I gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, so we're probably not even gonna get that. So fuck it, see it on video. Yeah, even even if it is Ridley. Yeah. I, I kind of. I don't think I've even seen his last movie, to be honest with you. So, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. Whatever he made last, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be but, nice for to to see the movie from Body of Lies. By the way, I still haven't seen yeah. it. Oh God, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, would be nice to see the movie from the. Evil person. Yes, I think that would be much more interesting. Well, I think when you get when you get settings where it's not a character you expect to be the main, you know, the main character in a movie, that's always more interesting. You know, that was pretty much the crux of what Pulp Fiction was done on. Was it was like these aren't the Godfathers of the of the you know the criminal organization. These are like the quote unquote nine to five. You know, right? Nine to five guys have to go out and collect a check from criminals. somebody. You know, have to break some thumbs or something. You know, that, and that's why that one worked. It's because, like, these were just, you know, guys like you and me. And I know that we've, you know, of course, it's it's a stupid one that would probably never work. But Star Wars, from the perspective of just, like, you know, like a regular old stormtrooper. Yeah. That sort yeah. of thing. Like troops? Could Did be. you ever watch that? Yeah. That, <laughs> that, could, be, that could be fun, you know. It would yeah. be fun to follow Darth Vader around or one of his captains who... You know, or or they could just follow the captains around, and then one of them dies like every twenty minutes, and you just have a new main character right. each time. Because <laughs> Vader's like, "You're dead." 
Yeah, you suck. Just like yeah. the tension. Of, I would like, like to point out that yeah, to make seeing sure when this guy's gonna the right yeah. thing. I would like to point out that we already have had movies from Darth Vader's perspective. They were called the prequels. And, yeah, yeah, yeah we know how well that worked out. But the you know the the real Darth Vader. Yeah, I know. The, I know. Later. Yeah, later Vader. But yeah, you know, there's certain settings where like you'd kind of I don't know. It would be kind of interesting to see how these organizations work. You know, and, and how, like, you know, it's like they talk about in Clerks where they say, you know, well, what about the, all the contractors that died on the Death Star when they blew it up? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. It's like the guy who's like, well, you know, they're the, they're the boss, but yeah, it's, it's not it's, a big deal. They're it's not unfortunate evil. that like a, a universe that well fleshed out has to be controlled by one crazy maniacal person because otherwise, why not? Why not make a movie about Joe Schmo in the, yeah. in the Star Wars universe? Because I think that'd be kind of funny and interesting. Or yeah. I think, I think we talked about this a long time ago, but like the, uh, the books had yeah. had like the one that Tales of the Bounty Hunters, I think it was. Right. And that book was great because it was yeah. all these little stories about like the guys who were tracking down. Hey, it's IG-88. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. But uh, but that was cool. You know, and I think that could be cool that from the perspective of like, you know, Bounty Hunters tracking, trying to track down Luke Skywalker or Han Solo or whatever. Sure. But that could definitely. But, you know, that's that's the broadest answer. Usually, because I think everyone comes up with that one eventually. Sure, why right. not? Because everyone's seen Star Wars. Most people, yes. Unless they're un-American. Okay. Or three. <laughs> <laughs> one of the above. Or they're like just old enough that like you know they saw the prequels and were like, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like, like one, two, and three. Why no, would I, I watch four, five, and six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, you guys got any other ones that might work? Um, I think, I think you, you got I'm going to stay one in the in the Ridley Scott universe. Is I would love to see Blade Runner told specifically from the replicants. I mean, I know mm-hmm. they're in there, but you know, I would have liked to seen their entire story. You know, from like yeah. birth to death, kind of thing, like working on whatever crazy you know prison like planet they were working on. And mm-hmm. you know, I think that I, that could be very interesting. Yeah, and have them always running from the law. Right. Yeah, more like a fugitive movie. Yeah, it'd be like the fugitive exactly. That'd be very cool. Yeah, I think. Especially if everyone's as cool as Rutger Hauer. They'd oh, have to well, get somebody definitely. awesome like that. Like Rutger Hauer. Yeah. <laughs> He's available. Just a little bit older. Yeah. A little heavier. A little heavier. Than the usual. But hey. But yeah, that could work. Yeah. Um, you know, Silence of the Lambs, if they uh, had Hannibal Lecter in it. Like oh, more. yeah. That would be awesome. Oh. Oh, oh wait. Could, oh. No. Oh, no. Could, oh, never that was a good Ridley Scott connection there, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so so far we've got three three Ridley Scott movies and uh, yeah that's really unfortunate that's really unfortunate that they gave him the script to Hannibal I mean because like <laughs> yeah. if they'd let him direct Red Dragon you know we could have had at least one good movie out of the sequels yeah because Red Dragon had a great script but a shitty director yeah and Hannibal is a shitty script and a great director go figure yeah well the book for Hannibal was a mess anyway. Yeah, too. well, I think he like, was. Like, I don't I think, think he was, was. I think he was writing it as they were making the movie. Yeah, I don't think there was any way that <laughs> yeah. Hannibal was going to turn out good, unfortunately. Yeah. But Red Dragon, I mean, that's a old. That's an older story than Silence of the Lambs, so mm-hmm. that was good way back when. Yeah, Manhunter was a better adaptation. Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. um, what well, you said something else, right? Uh, one thing we had was Back to the Future. Yes, from the from, perspective yeah. of Biff, once he gets the. Um, we could call it Biff to the Future. Yeah, once he gets the the bookie, you know, the the book of uh, sports. Yeah, and basically, yeah, like tell all of Back to the Future too from like his perspective yeah. with, with Marty and Doc like running around as secondary characters. Mm-hmm. I think would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be cool because I mean it was it was really cool to see that world that was suddenly created, and then it would be yeah. awesome to have it like suddenly reversed and then, and jump back to eighteen eighty five or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be even better. 
Yes. But no, it'd be very cool to see how Biff took over the city and all that. Because mm-hmm. Biff, you know, as as unlikable a character he was, he was still pretty awesome. Yeah. He was just, he was a fun character to have around. Well, that's, he, he goes with that theory of you have to have a, a somewhat likable villain. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise you just kind of don't care. Like, if I just purely hate this person, I, I feel less enthused than if I kind of relate to him a little bit. Yeah, yeah Sauron was pretty likable. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Could you imagine Inglorious Bastards if you followed the Christoph Waltz's character around? More. And that was his yeah. whole movie? That would be pretty awesome. I think that would be good. Yeah. That's what Inglorious Bastards 2 will be. Yeah. <laughs> or in, is it Inglorious Bastards 3? More Inglorious or Inglorious or Inglorious or Bastard or Bastard Harder. Yes. That'd be nice. Um, what did I say? Oh, I said I want to say not not in any specific universe, but I I'd like to see a Batman story told specifically from like the cop's point of view. Like like that Batman's just purely a vigilante and you know, it's it's really like Pretty much the whole movie, you wouldn't even see Batman. You just see the cops trying to clean up after his mess and catch mm-hmm. him. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he's a fucking ninja, so you're never gonna actually see him yeah. or catch him. But them trying would be pretty interesting. Like yeah, if, wasn't like, that kind of what like year one was like? What wasn't that told from a little bit? Gordon's but I mean, yeah. But Gordon switched pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, he's always so they didn't really stick with it. That no, much. That it's much. been a long time since I heard yeah. it, so I don't remember. But I mean, it is it is to a point. But I mean, if you've got Gordon in there, then eventually you're gonna have camaraderie. I'm thinking like. Just imagine somehow Gordon is gone and mm-hmm. they're chasing someone like Batman. Yeah. See, that would be cool. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be Batman. Maybe from the cops trying to chase Charles Bronson and you know, <laughs> Death Wish. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One uh, one thing that I would just, I would love to see is a heist movie from the perspective of those trying to stop the heist. Mm-hmm. I think that from could the, work. Uh... That like could work so well. Owner's perspective, yeah. Or... yeah like, like... <laughs> does it have to be a casino? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Whatever. Somewhere where there's a lot of money. But you figure there's somewhere where they get Museum. they get inside info from somebody working on the job. You know that that's pl- that's helping plot the job. They've got inside info, and they're trying to figure out ways to counter what these guys are going to be doing. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun because they could they could let them get so far in that they trap them. You know, mm-hmm. like, let them get to, like, step 14 of their elaborate plan, yep, and then there's right. no way out. Yeah. You cut off their escape route at step 14, and they're fucked. Yeah. They're, like, locked in but the But then they figure out a way out, and everything goes wrong, because that's yeah. how heist movies work. Sure. Even better, imagine a heist movie where both sides are planning against each other, yep. and you don't know who's going to win or who you're supposed to be rooting for. That'd be fun. Tell me that wouldn't be awesome. I'm I'm down with any kind of heist movie on yeah. either side. Yeah. I'm big on heist movies, but I really think from the perspective of people trying to prevent it, it's it's very much the same process where, okay, they're going to try this. How do we stop it? You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, I, two one, sides of the same coin. One thing, thing I would bring up, and, it, and it's similar, is, you know, we have cop movies and we have, uh, you know, villain movies, if you will, gangster movies, whatever. But, you know, they, they try to ride the line in the untouchables of, of presenting you both. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's ultimately, it's the, you know, it, it's the Elliot Ness story, but... They they do a good bit of job of showing you um, Al Capone, mm-hmm. but they, they don't really do that whole like get to know him and like him at all. You know, I, yeah. I think it's like they come from this place where it's like, well, we've seen a ton of Al Capone movies, so you kind of know who he is and why we have to take him down. But yeah, you know, I I just think it would have been more interesting if it was shown a little bit more why we were trying to take Al Capone and why we might kind of like him. You know, not to say the Untouchables isn't fun, but. Yeah, but that's one of the few movies where you're kind of you're kind of watching from both sides what's happening. Mm-hmm. A little bit like American Gangster, but I just didn't 
particularly care for that one. <laughs> I keep going back to damn Ridley Scott. <laughs> we, can't, we can't escape Ridley Scott. How about an alien movie from the alien's perspective? No. <laughs> yes. No. Maybe, a Predator's yeah. movie from the Predator perspective, I, yeah. I'd take. Because at least they're intelligent and not just killing machines. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe uh, there will be blood from the perspective of the preacher boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know how that ends. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, well. A milkshake is drank. Yeah. Milkshake consumed, bludgeoned, all that. (laughs) Hey-oh. Bowling alley. Mm -hmm. Another one I'd love is a boxing movie where you follow different guys all trying to take out the one heavyweight champion. And everyone, like, you know, you follow this one guy training for the first, you know, 20 minutes in the movie and then he just gets annihilated by the guy and then you follow the next guy right. who's, who's just trying to you know training to take out this main dude you know and then he gets annihilated and then eventually you know you come back to one of them getting another shot at him that sort of thing I think that would be kind of fun to be you know following a different group of guys trying to you know trying to take out the one unstoppable force where you know or the main you know the guy who would normally be the main character in your movie right. you would you know, fighting his way up. Because cause you kind of said, uh, Harlow, you said Apollo Creed, you know, Rocky from Apollo Creed's perspective. Right. Which could be fun. And and I, I like something similar to that where it's, you know, maybe not the guy you should be rooting for, but... Right. You follow the guys that the main character stomps along the yeah. way. See, I, w- I would love that too. No, I, w- I would throw in something like, um, I, I was joking earlier, but the more I think about it, um, something like Dog Day Afternoon or even Die Hard, I would like to see a movie where there's basically like a hostage situation, but mm-hmm. you're watching it from the cops outside perspective. And I know yeah. you can, you could probably point out something like the negotiator, which was a shitty movie, but mm-hmm. you know, something where it's about the guys that are trying to talk people out of whatever. But I mean, literally like down on the ground shit's going on inside, but you're pretty much outside the entire time when, and the, and the process yeah. that goes through, that could be interesting. And I would think that would work much like a heist movie too. Yeah. A little bit. Cause you'd have to plan how to get inside right. and how to, how to take this guy out and how to take that one out. Yep. That that would be pretty awesome, actually. But I'm trying to think of, like, classic stories that, you know, that we've seen where, you know, they keep making the movie over and over and over. And How about, and how about a, uh, a movie where we kind of follow, like, the, uh, the natives uh, trying to fend off the people that are coming to rape their land? And, uh, oh. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Whoops. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking cowboys one. and Indians, but uh, from the Indians' perspective, but um, what's well, Avatar? Yeah, I've seen that one. Already. Yeah, <laughs> still cool. haven't seen it. Yep, I'm on a streak. <laughs> Dude, you've seen Dances with Wolves, don't lie. Yeah, well, yeah, you hated it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All this, what, it's Dances with thing. Wolves with blue paint. Yeah. See, I mean, along the Tatanka. along the, the the Batman thing is like I I think it'd be fun to see almost any kind of uh you know like a superhero movie from the other side, but I mean. It's got to be somebody that like you don't, you don't necessarily like, isn't 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 invincible. I mean, you can't have like Superman from Lex Luthor's point of view or something like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. like Indiana Jones from like the side of the you know the competing archaeologist or whatever. Yeah, you know something like or that's the like, Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like you know something where it's like the underdog guys going against the the superhero kind of dude mm-hmm. in a way. You know, I mean that just anything like that to me is interesting to flip that up upside down. People love an mm-hmm. underdog, so yeah. Except for that shitty underdog movie. Right. Never saw it. I never will. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I watch Antichrist, but not underdog. It's I have ex- my I have my weird standards. Don't try to question me. Don't okay. bother. 
I'll leave you alone on that. Uh, any zombie movie from the side of the zombies. I can mm. get behind that. I mean, there's not a lot of dialogue going on there, but hey. Yeah, that's the problem. That's I'm the... so hungry. <laughs> Brains. All I want is something to eat. Brains. <laughs> shuffle, 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 shuffle. Groan. <laughs> That'd be a great screenplay. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle, groan, shuffle. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's a difficult thing to do, but I mean, you know, I we all we there's never been as far as I know any kind of serial killer movie from directly from the point of view of the serial killer. Yeah, Maybe the closest like thing you get Henry. is like Dexter on TV. Yeah, or, or, Henry. or Henry. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to do because I mean you've got you're you're starting with a an obviously warped brain, but I mean I, I say go with that. You know, like I said, like right. I mean I was. Like theorizing what the room could be about is about someone's slow descent madness. Why not show that on film mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form? So, well, and then war movies too, like Letters from Iwo Jima, I think worked pretty well. Okay, showing the Japanese oh, perspective, yeah. which is what we usually don't get. Right. I was I was gonna thought you were gonna say no. I, I wasn't gonna <laughs> twist it around. Yeah. But no, because Letters from Iwo Jima is a really good movie. Right. I thought, and and I thought it worked so well because it had flipped. You know, it had flipped the script. Flipped the script. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it didn't have Ryan Philippe in it, so. That's mm-hmm. true. Yay. That was a plus. That is a plus. Perhaps, um, like, District 9, from more of the standpoint of the Fuken creatures. Yeah, the prawns. The prawns. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go there. I yeah, just... well, it's it's sitting up there on the shelf staring at me. It's giving, It's giving me, you know, give me the look. <laughs> Talk about me. Come on, baby. You know you want nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, you know we have to realize we might any... get that movie anyway. So, huh? We might get that movie. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, that probably will be the sequel. Mm-hmm. District Ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you have to think about like most any war movie you've ever seen. Just it's interesting to see it from the other side. I mean, any conflict mm-hmm. has another side. Just yeah. Yeah, because in those, both sides think they're right. Right. You know, and both sides have guys that don't think they're right. This you know? is true. So, so that that's. That's probably the genre that it works the best in because, you know, it's it's so there's so many stories to be told for one, and and you can sympathize with both sides generally. The you know the only one that really, <laughs> really kind of can't get a pass is Nazi Germany. It's kind of yeah, you know, yeah. There's not really anyone that's on that side. Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> the only way that you could portray it where they would actually be, you know, feel like they're in the right is like they're they have no choice type. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the only. Possible and I think there it. have been movies like that, like from a single soldier's perspective yeah. of like, I do this or they might kill me kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? Yeah, there. It, well, and I haven't seen it. I don't know if it was good or not, but Valkyrie was kind of, it was on the other side at least. Right. You know, it's trying to kill Hitler, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like that. We like that. We at the Bamcast support that. Please kill oh, Hitler oh, if you can. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it's um, it's a tough one. I, actually, now that I think about it, my my serial killer movie, we kind of have had that. It's called The Shining. I mean, granted, <laughs> he didn't go on he didn't go on a mass murdering rampage, yeah. but it was his descent into madness. Mm-hmm. Yes, damn it. Anyway, it's hard to it's a, it's a hard subject to do is from the killer's perspective and make it comprehensible. Well, yeah, and well, any movie from the bad guy's perspective is yeah. tough. Yeah, but I mean, all the I mean, hundreds and hundreds of slasher movies told from the victim's perspective. 
you know, there's just, you know, it's more interesting to me to see it from the other side sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it about the lovable bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. All I right. Know. I think we're out of yeah, juice. But... Yeah. Seemed but... like a good idea at the time. <laughs> yeah. But Robin Hood, probably not going to see it. Yeah. No. If they had flipped the script, then yes. we probably would have. Russell Crowe is the sheriff of Nottingham. I'm down for that. Yeah, much more interesting. Yeah. Anywho, BJ, would you like to tell people how to get in touch with us? No. Okay. But I will. Okay. There are several ways that you can get a hold of us here at the BAMFcast, and we would like you to use all of them. First and most importantly would be our hotline. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that first when I'm still trying to unlock my phone? (laughs) 9105JOXBMF. It's 9105JOXBMF. How do you not know the number? number That would be 910-556-9263. If you're interested, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Garfield phone is standing by. You'll get on the Bamcast. We will too. put you on the air. Yeah, we love your emails, but we'd love to hear your shiny, happy voices too. Yes. And all and you need is a telephone. If you long distance, you've got cell phones, people. Yeah. I mean, if you're out it. of the country, we'll give you a pass. Skype. Well, you yeah. don't get a pass. You Skype. Google Voice. Yes, yes, Google Voice too. Anyway, they've got that. They've got that. They got our they've, website. They've also got our website, which is bmfcast.com. Amazing. That's where we post uh, all the shows, and every once in a while we slide a little something extra for you. A little something, something. Um, you can make comments on our posts, tell us we're big douchebags, or which we ag- are. agree with us, disagree with us, whatever. You can also check us out on the Twitter, at bmfcast. We uh, put exciting things up on the Twitter. They're very important, so follow us, and we might follow you back. There's also Facey Bookie, the Book of Faces, where you can... Uh, be a fan of us and do some things. I'm not really clear on what this Facebook thing is. It's kind of new. You don't sprecken say Facebook. Yeah, I don't sprecken say Facebook. Um, it's all right. We I also like Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Exactly. We are also on the iTunes, which is a pretty easy way to grab all of our podcasts and listen to them as you're going to sleep at night. And if you do happen to get us via iTunes, please rate us five stars if you would. And if you have a spare few moments during your busy day, please, for the children, In write us a review. Yes. Wow. And we will love Sally you Sally Struthers time. says, write a review. Did she say that? I think she did. Write I thought all, she said actually, more chicken. Give me a sandwich. Write all of the review because they're starving podcasters. Get that salad out of here. For less than 140 characters a day, you can help sponsor our Bamcast. So uh, that's about it. I think we're going to uh, get out of this room. Ha, I see what you did there. Ha, call back. Yes. We ruined it Circular, by calling it out. Yeah, Circular that. comedy. <laughs> so this this episode has been about as terrible as the movie. Congratulations. No, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was terrible. It's tearing us apart, Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> Harlow, what do you mean? I think we should forget about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Harlow, Don't worry about it. We have to go now. We have We're to very go busy. now. <laughs> We're very busy. Huh? Let's go. Let's shoot this cast in the head and end it. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> Too late. All right. Anyway. So since this is going off the rails. <laughs> going. We don't, we don't like been. rails. Yeah. Where we're going, we don't need rails. <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> BJ has just quit the Banff cast. <sighs> Pretty much. Because I tore us apart. Yes. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beige. And <laughs> this week, we have been the Bampcast. Next, next week, week. We may never be it again. <laughs> I, next week, I quit. Good call.
All right. That's a, that's a wise choice. Yeah, you guys just jumped the shark. Oh. Uh, that's you just bad. used like a 2002 reference. We nuked the fridge. Yes, you jumped the fridge. Whatever. This is Bamcast out. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 something good but if it's really good you're gonna need a bigger room and when you're in the bigger room you might not know what to do you might have to think of how you got started sitting in your little room How could you do this to me? You are tearing me apart, Lisa!